There'd be a lot of poop in my hands. <laughs> Seeing a six-foot alligator go swinging through the air and slam into a tree. These guys are the scientists of the supernatural, lecturers leaving lessons for inquiring laymen. They are applying the scientific method to a world that baffles science. They are the cryptids of the corn. But who else has big black wings and red eyes? Um, Batman. Oh, Mothman. Oh yeah, Mothman. A great white shark was stolen. Oh, someone stole a shark? I got stuff for you you don't even know about. She's a witch. She turned me into a newt. Who knows? Anything could be possible. Anything could be possible. It's really big Mm -hmm. abduction vibes. Holy moly. It sounds like you were abducted. And it just stood up. I mean, it just like kept going and going. And she goes, what the... Hello, hello, and welcome back to Cryptids of the Corn Podcast. I am the great and powerful Mr. E. I am J Clone 4 today. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And today's episode is Bigfoot is a Manatee. Huh? That's all I'm going to say for the next, until we get to about an hour away. A manatee? Yes. Okay. Holy moly. <laughs> yeah, I can say it better myself. Ah. <laughs> uh. But let's do, we're not doing tons of Top of the House on Monday episodes anymore, but I got a little bit for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We're looking for a table. So we're getting the new studio set up. If any of our people want to make and donate a table or work out some kind of deal, (laughs) I've seen all these custom tables people got. They look awesome. So you're just hoping for a custom. I'm just hoping. Yeah, just putting it out in the ether. Just putting it out in the ether. There you go. Okay. But no, like, if we got to do an ad on our show, we'll work something out. We'll work something out. Do whatever, yeah. But no, we are looking for a table. Yeah, sweet. I've seen, like, uh, well, we were talking to Hollis guys this past weekend, and they were showing me theirs that a listener made for them. And we were on Tony's, you know, we got to be on Tony's table, that brand new table that a listener brought from, like, brought up to him. That's awesome. Tony's table is absolutely massive, though. We don't need nothing like that. I mean, Literally, I don't think we could fit it in there, to just, be real honest. We just need something to strap a couple mics to. And yeah, a nice table. Just a, you know, a four-person table. Stable. That's what I would say, like a four-person table. Yeah. Case guests. Mm-hmm. I think I think Tony's table is probably a ten-person table. <laughs> At least. Oh, no. It's ten without any on the ends. Yeah. So it's five, it's five yeah. computer chairs no, deep. No, yeah. I don't need that. And I think it's three computer chairs wide. Yeah, no. Th- yeah, no. Uh-uh. It's, uh, anyway, so we're looking for a table. If anybody has the capabilities or the interest in making us that, let us know. Another thing is, we've been having some issues with uh, some of the Patreon stuff, just some of the weird littleness in the app. Some glitches, so, some it yeah. kicking people off. So we're working on getting a members-only space that's coming in the next couple of months. It's going to be the exact same thing as Patreon, except it'll be us running it. And so be not on, a third party. Just a member space on our website, com, With the app and everything like that. And we're working on getting an app made. If anybody's interested in that, let us know. So... Uh, it's almost done. It's just we got to know if it's worth the money to right. invest, and if it is, we'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're listening on Spotify, put that in the comments below that, yes, you'd want the app, or no, you don't want, you wouldn't use the app. Not that you don't want one, but you wouldn't use it, you know, just like right, so. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all I got for front of house. So okay. what's, what's today's topic? What's today's topic? Mm-hmm. Do you know? Well, it sounds like uh, since you brought it up in the beginning, we're going to talk about like uh, Bigfoot and what what is Bigfoot? Yeah. As you claimed? Yes. What is it? 
I'm antsy. I mean, it's not, I don't claim it. I know it. Oh. You know it, huh? I want my chicken bones. Oh, my gosh. The bones of them chickens tell me it's, it's a manatee. What? No, so we haven't done a good Bigfoot episode in a while. And we've had a guest on that have talked about their Bigfoot experience. But right. me, me and you haven't sat down. Haven't and discussed it. Bigfoot in quite a, a minute. A long time. Yeah. And as anybody should, your opinions change with more information, data, and experiences. And we've done tons of research, talked to tons of people. I mean... There shape our and mold our minds and thoughts. I was going to say, there's not really anybody in big in the Bigfoot community anymore that we really don't know, at least some way, shape, or form. And we know a lot of them kind of personally now. Yeah, it was just a crazy kind but of... But it's helped us get a lot more information. I mean... Oh, for sure. We've talked to Juan Moorhead till like three in the morning about some weird stuff, even more weird stuff, that, you know, and Renee. And, you know, we, we... It's just... It's definitely changed my opinion over the last two years. Yeah. Oh, mine too, 100%, sure. And I was just on uh, Tommy's podcast, Let's Get Freaky, and we said at the end of it, it's all is an hour, or it's two and a half hours just about Bigfoot. And it felt good because we haven't done that forever, you know, just sit and talk about Bigfoot. Yeah. But at it's the a- end of it, I just said, your opinion should change. If you ask me generally on any given week, I'll probably have a different opinion than the previous week because I read something different or I talked to a different eyewitness, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, and it should be that. Right. You should be ever looking to grow and your opinions should also follow suit. You should grow. It's growth. Yeah. yeah. It's okay to be wrong. And I think that's, I think we grow up in a culture right now where that's kind of, I don't know how wrong that's. Wrong is bad. Or like you mess up. It's bad. Yeah. Because yeah. it looks bad on social. Because you can't post that on Facebook. Now, that may be some of it. I couldn't. Yeah. I don't know where it came from, but we definitely live in a generation where being wrong is not okay. Right. But it is. You're supposed to. It's okay to be wrong. You only learn from being wrong. Because now if, you, if you're wrong, uh, it's like projected and broadcasted yeah, to that's all probably your, a lot of it before it's like only you and maybe your neighbor or your friend that was over at the time that watched you do it wrong they oh. won't be able to ever know neighbor's entomologist and i'm wrong on insects all the time right <laughs> I, I bet gordon to him like mm-hmm. he probably he's like the you nice about it yeah, he's the you version but of bugs yeah but he's nicer about it than i am oh okay yeah i'll be yeah i'm funny mean he's just well, well he's you like know. well that's not quite right and here's the right answer but yeah <laughs> it's a good it's, thought, though. You, you know, he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Then here's some here's some cake, and uh, you want homemade bread? Yeah, I tell him all the time I hate bugs. I hate working with bugs because it's <laughs> oh. just so hard. I was say, don't say I hate bugs. You no, probably... bugs are great. I hate working with bugs. It's just heart like sank when you said that. I'm sure. Like, well, I hate bugs. <gasps> you know, but all the things he had to put up with your family, but in the past, that was one that just was too much for yeah. him to handle. Grandpa cutting down his tree in the front yard and everything. <laughs> Anyways. Splitting it for firewood mm-hmm. and then telling him after the fact. Yeah, he, he gave him half the wood. <laughs> fair. Uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was. Raymond thought it was a fair shake. Yeah, I mean, it was. All right. So we did this episode. I have it devised to where I just kind of got a lot of the main ideas of what people think Bigfoot could be mm-hmm. with a little bit of data. I have it more set up for me and you to talk uh, rather than having a bunch of stories and a bunch of that kind of stuff. So, do you want to get started with it? Yeah, let's jump right in. My first one is Gigantopithecus. Classic so, biological. Yeah, this is the one that gets pushed all the time. So let's talk a, bit, a little bit about Gigantopithecus first, just the animal itself. Uh, extinct roughly 350,000 years ago. That's a rough date. Uh, we don't have a lot of their bones or fossils, so I'm going to make it very clear. We don't have a lot of their bones okay. or fossils. These guys are pretty recent, so we still have some of their bones and their fossils. Uh, fossils are made in you know, very specific conditions. Bones are still bones. Uh, 
a lot of this is due to Chinese herbal med or, or or Chinese uh, medicine. What's the what's the word for that though? Like spiritual medicine, animal holistic medicine. I don't know what the word. Anyways, I don't know what the word is, but basically these holistic. It may be holistic, but these nature remedies. Okay, just natural medicines. So they would say these were giants' bones and giants' teeth, and they'd grind them up for powders to say they these say they cure cancer. Yeah, male vitality, all kinds of stuff. So these gigantic teeth were actually discovered by a primatologist in one of these shops and picked up these giant teeth and was like, uh, where'd you get this? Yeah. This is the biggest primate to ever live. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, we find them in the mountains. They're dragon's teeth. Dragon's teeth. That, that's what they were sold no, I as. I know. I, get, I believe it. So they found these, and so we don't have a lot of Gigantopithecus stuff. We have Now we have some finger bones. Uh, we have teeth and jaw fragments and skull fragments. Uh, so we don't have a lot to piece. So we use an orangutan, which is our closest genetic living relative. Okay. Have they been able to extract DNA yeah. like out of the... Yeah, okay. we've sequenced their DNA. Okay. Uh, oh, gosh. That means we could potentially... They can be recreated. Yeah, you can recreate it. Oh, no. Again, okay. So, now we're... You made me lose my train of thought. Sorry. Uh, we, we found uh, bones. Uh, bones. Okay, so... Uh, on the high end, the, let's say the the very largest we think these animals could have been, we're not sure if they could stand up on their hips or not. Uh, most biologists believe that it's going to be more like a gorilla, to wear short periods upright, but mostly all hands and like a knuckle legs walker. walking. Yes, like an orangutan's kind of pull themselves around and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, we kind of we some will venture and say they probably stood upright. We don't have a lot to support either idea. Okay. So let's say they were standing up right on the largest size they could have been, or what you think they could have been. It would be about 16 feet tall. Man. So for Bigfoot, they'd have put their hands on Bigfoot's shoulder and towered over them. Yeah. And most Bigfoots in sightings are anywhere from 8 to 9 feet tall. You know, there are the big, humongous ones that are said to be 12, 13 feet tall. Yeah. Keep in mind, Gigantopithecus was bigger than all of that. Conservatively, a lot of biologists split the middle and say, you know, Gigantopithecus was 9, 10 foot tall. That's... A massive, Still, a the massive biggest primate. ape yeah. to ever live. It would have bodied a tiger. And it's for sure an ape? Yes. Okay. It is an orangutan. So the DNA if is... You have, yes. Okay. They are very similar to orangutans. Uh, there are some hair fragments you've even found of them. They are most likely all were all covered in orange. Oh, These cool. guys aren't that distant related from orangutans whatsoever. Okay, just bigger versions, basically. Yeah, bigger and much more aggressive. Oh, yeah. Uh, we think this is one of the main, not predators, but main killer of tigers. Mm. Uh, these guys would go out of their way and kill tigers. Yeah. Oh, it's like people nowadays that don't like cats. Yeah. They just go out of their way and run them over. And they or think they would do this behavior to protect their young. Tigers were a direct predator of their young, but makes not sense. an adult. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, and el- we see this in elephants and other big mammals. Yep. You know, they just, they'll kill stuff that's not a direct threat to them, but to their offspring. Yep, to their babies. Yep. Uh, so we know, like I said, very little about them and their diet. It's been supposed everything that they were very slow grazers. The omnivores, the carnivores, I don't care. Pick, take your pick. Some people think they were just bamboo eaters, and that's why they went extinct, is they were literally so slow and dumb like a panda is that they couldn't defend themselves. Hmm. Pandas have very low energy yeah. because of their diet. Yeah. I don't think these guys personally were bamboo eaters, at least fully. Are there any primate bamboo eaters? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're like primates. They stri- like not, strictly? No, there's no, no strictly. So panda why would they, bears are about the only thing. So why would they assume these would be? 
some of their fecal contents and stuff like that. Okay. They did eat a lot of bamboo, don't get me wrong. Okay. But I don't think there's there's not we don't have a lot on these guys. Well bamboo shoots are pretty nutritional, right? Bamboo shoots. Shoots, not the bamboo themselves. Yes. Shoots. The yeah. caps are pretty good. Okay. But there, you know, you gotta eat a lot of caps. Yeah. But bamboo grows a lot. That's true. Uh let's talk about some proof for this theory or some proof that could point them to being Bigfoots. So some of the really best Bigfoot sightings we have are long torsos and long arms, short legs, short hips. Mm-hmm. A lot of people you see Bigfoot, that's what they say they look like. Yeah, if you um that guy, uh Thinker Thunker on YouTube mm-hmm. does a really good job of um analyzing, you know, potential Bigfoot videos. But what he does best is uh he he's uh kind of gets proportion measurements amongst all the you know, he he puts up a certain proportion. Uh and the uh, of the Bigfoots or potential Bigfoots and all the videos that come out, and there's a difference between their proportions compared to like modern human proportions, you know, as far as arm length, leg length, torso length. But and all the videos that he seems to think are authentic, the proportions always line up, no matter how tall the creature is or how short. Proportions are always generally the same. Um, amongst them and now with hoax videos he can you can kind of see the difference they kind of match human proportions more or less but it's a good way to you know kind of differentiate real quick whether a video is you know more authentic or it's a really good Mm -hmm. fake so it's pretty awesome how but the proportions anyways what he came out to is like the legs the torso is way longer than ours legs are shorter but the arms are also way longer as well compared to humans and from my personal experience the only thing i'd say is you know just I couldn't say if I seen arms like you know whatever. I seen the head and the shoulders as well. Yeah, I really focused on, and that's what a lot of eyewitnesses focus on because mm-hmm. it's a big animal. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the part you focus on when you're, uh, I guess, scared or it's a threat. So, once again, long arms, short legs, long torso, short, I guess, hip leg area. Another thing is the long hair reported on the arms. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about that. Uh, I couldn't find the actual name for that hair, but it's made for animals that come from temperate or rainforest environments. They use it so their bodies don't get soaked. They actually trap water and move water off their bodies and drip. Same thing, the reason cowboys have little strips of leather on their arms. Right. So their torsos don't get soaked. See, and I, I don't know if I, I didn't. I think you taught me that. Yeah. Back it's the same. Orangutans and cowboys have a lot in common. Yeah, who would have thought? But Besides being in the movies together. Gigantopithecus had these. Ah, and a lot of Bigfoot sightings, especially in the Pacific Northwest, have say these. they have these. And that could be a genetic, you know, just an adaptation it environment. Could be conversion evolution, yeah. or it could be that a sign that these are the ancestors of Gigantopithecus. Ah, yes, or the descendants. I'm sorry. Right. And then Gigantopithecus was in the right place at the right time. So it was in Asia and Russia during uh, a couple of the times the land bridge formed. Hmm. So they could have walked over. And they were big enough not to be bothered by a lot of the stuff that would have bothered early humans crossing. Mm-hmm. You know, a 10 to 12 foot tall ape. If a gorilla got 12 foot tall, there ain't a lot that's on this earth that can mess with a gorilla. <laughs> no, not really. Right now, there's not a lot on this earth that can really mess with a gorilla. No, I mean, maybe... Big a- cats is about it. And they they don't even really want to do it. No, I was, I was going to say like Tarzan, big bull though. elephants maybe. Could. I mean, an elephant, there's not a lot that an <laughs> exactly. elephant can't body. Exactly. If that's what I'm saying, but a fully grown like Elephants silver... don't got a lot to grab and break, you know? Right, exactly. The big round and they got big tusks. They want to use them. But like a big a silverback gorilla, a male, like what's going to mess with it? Even yeah, a big gorilla, cat, I don't think. Gorilla's trunk can pick up like, I think it's a thousand pounds or 1200 pounds. Gosh, yeah. 
That's just the thing on its face. A big cat would only be the only thing, maybe, and that has to get the jump on it right off the rip. Tigers. I mean, tigers, depending on what species of tiger. Yeah. But I think if a gorilla was, like, squared up with it, I'd I'd pick the gorilla, the silverback. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's that's what do you think about Gigantopithecus with all the stuff I just stated? So um, I think uh, if okay, well, we're gonna have to break this down a little further before I I answer that. Is we both believe that Bigfoot doesn't fall under one category. I was so, gonna save it for the end. I know, but I think it's important. You just have to break that down immediately. That we both just don't believe that. But when it comes to if Bigfoot is if a, just a straight-up biological creature with no extra paranormal qualities to it at all whatsoever, I think this could be, you know, a remnant of where that creature may have come from, and it just could be, like, the descendant of that. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Or or two, like, similar things breeding, you know, outbreeding, breeding the Gigantopithecus to extinction. Um, I think this could be... You just said something, too, that was really good. I'm sorry. What's that? I didn't that? interrupt, but you just sparked a thought. We don't have a good explanation why they went extinct. Oh. So eh. some of these animals, you know, it makes sense why they would go out. Some of them don't. This is one of those animals that definitely doesn't make a lot of sense because as adults, very little predators. Right. They took a lot of care of their offspring. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not, a, like like we were saying, the only real predator they had would, would have been tigers, and they were not predators. Right. Like there's an illustration of a gigantopithecus like swinging a tiger around by the tail. Yeah, <laughs> which would be awesome to see. It'd be the scariest thing ever yeah. to walk upon a clearing and seeing a tiger go flying. Like, uh, like, in, uh, like somebody throwing a house cat. Well, I was going to say like in Monty Python, the Holy Grail, mm-hmm. where they always have like secret like little cat abuse if you're yeah. paying attention in the background. Like one of them is a guy literally just swinging a cat against the side of a building as it's like. <laughs> just So the only good explanation I've ever heard was outcompetition with humans. Mm-hmm. Humans came in the environment and just took all the resources they were using, and they couldn't compete. Still happens today. Early humans, and we're talking, you know, three hundred fifty thousand years ago. But I'm like, still, history is still constantly repeating itself. So sorry, continue. You were Um, saying, but with these guys being biological offshoots, or you know, I say breeding them to extinction, or breeding themselves out of extinction. Mm -hmm. But I was also going to say, like, these things being that old, well, everything was bigger back then. Uh, Just in the old world. I'm referring not like last well, I say sure. Oh yeah, everything was bigger. There's megafauna. It just existed, um, and these are I think these are megafauna. You're making really good points huh. to me. It okay. bounces stuff back in my head that yeah. we, you know that people don't understand the megafauna that existed just twelve thousand years ago. Yeah, which and it sounds like a lot, and it's it not, not. That's not even limited just to animals. That's the plant life, the environment. Everything in the environment was just Humongous. bigger. Mungus. Now yeah. we what we have left is. Moose and elk and buffalo, just which were remnants. on the low end, small side, yeah, of all the stuff that used to be here. The giant North American camel mm-hmm. was like the size what? of a small elephant. Giant North American camel, yeah, they were they were scary. Wow, camels are scary, <sighs> that, but they're always depicted as like these dopey. Yeah, but they still have their canine teeth. They were really recently predators. Oh. <laughs> That's hard to imagine. Uh, you ever seen one like they, they have throat sacks that pop out of their mouth and? They have these canine teeth when they bite somebody, like I've rips their like, arm off. I've seen them like grab people like the back of the head and throw them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, there was one guy that was trying to butcher a camel, and it went over his head all the way to the middle of his chest, bit him, and drew blood and flung him. Oh gosh! Uh, it almost bit through his like his ribs and stuff like yeah. that. They're not weak animals, but anyways, getting back to it, they're in the low end 
of the of, of the, the big megafauna that just recently went out. Just recently, like relatively twelve thousand years ago. Yeah, it seems like a long time, but it's not. And rel and you know, as from what we understand, the timeline of the Earth, it's just not that long ago. If it's as old as we think it is, mm -hmm. but. Yeah, that's just so. I think if Bigfoot's a hundred percent like a biological creature, and you know some of them might be, that's the thing. Uh, they could be a descendant of this. Oh sure, it's some great primate. Which here's a perfect one to point back to, which I think so many people do. But I think it's also overdone so much to the point where it rules. People try to use this to rule out the other weird side. This is gonna Bigfoot, be a long episode. The paranormal side. This may be a two-hour episode. Oh, but everybody's been wanting a big one foot. Maybe, one forever. Maybe a two-parter. I know. No. No! But might be negative <laughs> against... You know what I was doing, right? Yeah, the, okay. old, the, lady. the old lady eating yeah. the dog treats. Yeah. Uh, my big one against, again, I guess, is the foot structure. What I fully believe in, uh, is the metatarsal, the mid-tarsal break. Does Gyrogenopithecus have that? No, they had... Ooh, uh, here's the thing. We don't have a lot of evidence to say uh, either way okay me personally with how close related they are to orangutans they would have had a much more orangutan like foot oh well, here's a thought though what if pre ice age when these guys existed they didn't spend as much time in the trees because they didn't have to so i'm not arguing that i their foot developed the much more like a man's yeah i think that they would have been a lot less tree-like but still not what we're talking about with Sasquatch. Right, yeah. Sasquatch has very long, as far as we know, very long term of evolutionary traits in their foot to be much more like a big cat than a human. Hmm. Even though, you know, they kind of look like a human track until you really look at them. Right, yeah. And you really start seeing some of the big differences Different, with the, yeah. the spongy pads. and Big so, ones, the metatarsal break. With how much an orangutan and a gigantic already share DNA and already look like each other, for it to have that much more of a developed foot... Yeah. Would it be a stretch for me? I'm not okay. saying impossible. Right. But that's my big one to back off and say, okay, this probably isn't what gigantic or isn't what Bigfoot is. Right. Yeah. All right. You done with Gigantopithecus? Yeah. I think that's pretty well thoroughly covered. Shared our opinions. My next one is ancient human offshoot. Mm -hmm. So specifically, the two I hear the most mm -hmm. are Neanderthal and Denisovans. Mm -hmm. So Neanderthal were about our height, but they were a lot more stockily built. The the, con, or the often misconception is they were dumb. No, right. they were just as smart as us. They had high speed drills in Miami, and they had you know a wooden drill. But they made complex jewelry. They had complex language and lived in big communities. They're just bigger than us, most likely hairier than us, and they did not go extinct. Technically, they interbred to make us. Almost every person on the planet has at least two to three percent Neanderthal DNA in them. Okay, we are uh, we are what happened to Neanderthals. And there's a, there's also Cro and I just want to look at this. Cro-Magnon, Cro-Magnon man too, and it's very. I try looking up information on this, and it's always weird things. So I just looked up their height, like just seeing, like okay, could it be a Cro-Magnon? Because people even speculate that was kind of the the first like modern human mm -hmm. uh, to what related to us now. But the first site says okay, they were five foot five to five foot seven inches tall, and then literally the next one says many over six foot six inches tall. So like, where's the truth in any of that? I don't know. So here's my thing with Denisovans. Mm -hmm. We know so little about them. Well, we, is that Denisovan or is it? I think Cro-Magnon's even a separate from Denisovan. Yeah, that's, I'm saying Denisovans okay. themselves. So okay, I'm talking gotcha. about a whole different thing. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Denisovans themselves mm -hmm. are the one that gets pointed a lot because they're in the right area right. at the exact right time and the first time to cross the land bridge to North America. Mm -hmm. They already had complex language. 
They had the giant cave paintings that we thought they had structures to paint on, and we know they didn't. They just were that tall. They could paint on the top they're, of their caves. They're big. Google. Just if you don't believe me, the giants are real. Whether you want to believe biblical giants or not, doesn't matter. That giants, true giants, were real. Just Google how big Denisovans were. You'll get right. a myriad of answers. The smallest one you're going to find is like seven and a half to eight foot tall. Yeah. So, and we there's a little bit of evidence that suggests they were not very friendly to other human species. And it, it, you never know why that it could be some past trauma, mm-hmm. like so war. You know, and you look at Native Americans and their stories with like redheaded giants. You know, what are they always constantly doing? Fighting and like mm-hmm. warring with them. If if they're related to any of that, it's it could be like a similar thing. It's just like, hey, we're gonna take care of our territory. They're very uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, oh shoot, now I'm I'm trying to think political when you're. For your own country, like you're all for your own country. What's it? Not nationalism, but like a patriotism. Just yeah, yeah. I guess maybe I don't know. They're they either way. That maybe the Denisovans are very. We're gonna stick to our family and our tribe. Anyone outsider is against us. We will murder you because we can. So let me go through my bullet points real quick. Okay. Both species are larger than us and very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Both had access to the land bridges. Both could have the ability to hide. Uh, from humans and still be alive today. You know, if they were, they're smart, so they can hide. Right. Oh, That's absolutely. what I was getting by that. Uh, makes sense to why Bigfoot would steal women and breed with them in most Native American legends. They talk about this. Mm-hmm. So if it was a gigantic, it would make no sense. They're not, I mean, we're so not related to would them. Would not reproduce. It wouldn't work. Both of these, it could work. Mm-hmm. And let's say they are low in population. It would make sense why they would want to steal a woman. To reproduce. Right, yeah. It's a natural thing, especially, you know, just human beings in general. I mean, nature in general, but human beings specifically, I think if you're living in the natural environment and not like a uh, what we live in nowadays where it's just – it's not quite natural anymore. But, uh, yeah, you want to reproduce. You want your DNA to live on. So with this, people talk about Bigfoot using tools, talking, interbreeding, and manipulating their environment, all traits of humans. Mm-hmm. Intelligence. Yes. Yeah. So what do you think about Neanderthal slash Denisovan slash just ancient human offshoot? Um, I, I'm i all for this being part of the equation. Even in the Bible, it talks about, I think it was Esau was his name. The big furry guy? It just that man of the wild, like the hairy, the hairy man. Like he was, I forget. Now I'm, I'm out of my element right now because, you know, I don't, I can't quote the Bible at all whatsoever. But I've read this passage, but. Him, it's like he had a brother too, but one was born like hairless like us, and the other was born – Esau was born hairy, but he went to live in nature, in the wild. And it's just interesting that that's even mentioned in there. It's it's a small – but um, – It's there. It's there, yeah. So it's just men of the wild. I, I mean – and then you get back to like – what is it? Is Enki – is that Sumerian? Like the Enki uh, – don't, don't answer me. But even them, they have – he was the – the man of the wild where, you know, he was hairy, but he lived amongst nature and he taught people how to do that. And But then there was his brother who was lived in civilization, hairless, you know. It's just that, do, that both sides of it. Now, did it, is that all, like, metaphor? Is there is there, like, humans that live in the wild that mirror, you know, the other side of us, the more wild version? Or is it all, like, kind of in our mind? There is a natural wild version of us and then there's a civilized you know quote unquote civilized you know living clean and proper hairless you know versions of us they both exist at once is this just a reflection of that 
now? Could be. I don't know. Uh, but I uh, I kind of feel like that could be a possibility too. Like we said earlier, there's many versions of what Bigfoot is. That's how oh, I believe me. This we're two in and we're yeah. a half hour in the episode. Exactly. I got thirteen, I think. Thirteen? Oh my gosh. But I mean we'll explore it all. I mean, some of them some of them we're gonna get past pretty quick. And we're, yeah, exactly. And we're all these we're not we're gonna it's kind of a quick glance over. But, and then we'll, but at the end we'll talk about what we, we think, think specifically. Yeah. yeah. But I think uh yeah, I think could be some of this could be like an ancient human just did learn to live in the and naturally in the wild, you know, you develop things differently, uh, you know, more spiritual side where you're one with nature, maybe your telepathy or your mind power. <laughs> exactly. is hyper developed. And it, that's the sound in like all the movies and stuff like telepathy. Or pick itself up with their mind. Where where Dr. or Professor X is like touching his head and he sends out the mental waves to talk to. I can't remember the little girl from Teen Titans, like one of the tiny little kids they were rescuing. Yeah. Like super superheroes to be. They thought she had telepathy and she's like, no, my, my giant bear does everything for me. Ah. And during one of the episodes, they finally figured out, no, the bear is real. Oh, I don't, I don't. And she didn't have any powers. Oh, she was just a kid with a cool with bear. A gigantic super bear. Yeah. Super bear. She'd be like, oh, it's just telepathy. It's just how it manifests in little kids. <laughs> I have no idea. Nope. I haven't seen it. All right. Ready for the next one? Yeah. Ghost. Ghosts. So let me get this out there before before you judge me. Uh, ghost of lost intelligent species. So kind of the same tracks we've been talking on. Mm-hmm. Some kind of hauntings. Now, Bigfoot and poltergeist encounters actually have a ton more in common than either side really wants to admit. A lot, actually. So unless you see a Bigfoot, think about a Bigfoot encounter in the woods. Mm-hmm. You smell something, something gets thrown at you, you hear weird knocks, and you, you feel uneasy. Right. You feel scared. Poltergeist in a house. Same. It smells phenomena. bad. Stuff gets thrown at you. You hear weird knocks. You feel and you uneasy. feel uneasy. Yep. It's the same phenomena. Now, is that just a a fear, like a fear response, you know, that we kind of have that kind of, I don't know, manifests all those things when something unnatural is around, like poltergeisty or spiritual or something dark? Is that just something natural that we're kind of creating in our minds as a response to tell us, like, Hey, get out of here! This isn't something. Something is here, and it's not good. You know, it's so the like the reaction phenomena is the same, but they could be completely opposite or completely different things going on. But we, I mean, I believe like ghosts, and a ghost is a hard term to wrap your or, you know put your finger on as exactly what they are. But um, just the spirit of something lingering around, the energy of something lingering around, and kind of manifesting its form in that way, I think. Hey guys, uh, we're back. The audio chip got fully uh, full of recordings. Oh yeah, whoops, whoops. So y- you were just ending with your poltergeist thing. So we thought it was something spooky for a second because we just talked about poltergeist right, and, and then the recording stopped. Stopped out of nowhere. But yeah, just a quick recap. Yeah, I mean, I think areas could hold on to a lot of energy, and uh, if there was a traumatic energy or 
traumatic moment that killed a lot of things in a certain area, you know, these things might, the energy might just stick around. So you can get like ghostly apparitions or ghostly like creatures that are bound to the woods and, you know, these woods grow and release some of their energy. These things can maybe hop around back and forth and just live in those areas. That's about it for me. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm not a big one into this side of it, but it could explain some of the paranormal side of Bigfoot, you know, yeah. phasing in and out, glowing, you know, the eyes, all yeah, the this, glowing eyes, yeah, all that stuff. Next one is one I think is more for local Bigfoots. Ooh. So not all Bigfoots, or I don't think anything on this list will company all Bigfoots. Right, exactly. But this one I think is can explain a lot more localized Bigfoots. Okay. The misplaced ape theory. Ooh, okay. So specifically, we're going to talk about, you know, lots of ships had monkeys and large apes for entertainment during the early, you know, traveling the ocean days. Crazy to think about. Uh, Even species of apes were not discovered for hundreds of years later, like the bonobos. Wow. Wait, they were on these ships? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because they they just found them and they just stuck them on there? Remember, uh, we talked about it in our skunk ape episode. What's that? Uh, That we talked about, they called them silverback chimpanzees. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which made no sense because they're not a silverback gorilla and they're not a chimpanzee because they knew what both were. And they said the bono, you know, these bonobos were the mix. The ones in the between. Hybrids. Yeah. And they would have them chained up on ships to, for entertainment. They'd throw stuff at them to make them, you know, go friggin' nuts. It's insane. And then when they got here, uh, the first chance they got, they would take off. Yeah, I wonder why. Or any, anywhere in the world. Yeah. Specifically, the skunk ape of Florida uh, is not described most of the time as a typical Bigfoot. You know, they're much more aggressive. Seen dominating the stuff. They're a lot shorter. They're a lot bulky, you know, more bulky. And that photo, that alleged photo of the old woman took in her backyard. Yeah, was uh, most likely an orangutan. Yeah. Because it probably was a scary, and it probably was a big orangutan. Uh, if I found that outside my house in the backyard, I would probably uh, grab my pants. So, for example, there is literally a monkey island in Florida where a bunch of these monkeys got out and just took over. So that's kind of this whole theory that, and then like that King at, Kong Island or the island on King Kong. No, more like uh, <laughs> I, I didn't have a good example. Oh, okay, <laughs> normally I can fill in the space pretty quick. No, that more like a um, an island full of monkeys. Yeah, like uh, Planet of the Apes, which is limited go. to one island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, okay. they even I think they even mailed him like a little mini Statue of Liberty. Yeah, that. What do you say? What's the legend? The famous line. You, you did it. Yeah. You actually did it. Mm-hmm. So this, I think, explains a lot of even like these weird Bigfoot encounters. So there, there was that string we talked about in that episode of like Tennessee and Pennsylvania where these Bigfoot tracks had like weirdly long opposable toes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Not saying the tracks were fake. I don't think they were Bigfoot. I think they were these either bonobos or billy apes or all these weird things. Some misplaced primate. Yes. Okay. Known somewhere else, and then they are smart enough to survive here and stay away. Yeah. Keep in mind, especially now, you know, we're not talking about these animals were in chains recently, but their ancestors, their direct grandparents or great grandparents were in chains. Yeah. And just like us, they talk, communicate. So they could be putting a message out there very much that, you know, don't go near people. Right. People, people bad. are bad. Yeah. What do you think about this? Um, uh, Very likely that in some cases this has happened, happening. I can't, you cannot rule this out with, we already know there's misplaced. I mean, look at the shoe bill stork, for example, that's a good one. It's just a misplaced. It shouldn't be there, but we know it's there, especially through pet trade. And, you know, I can't imagine 
I mean, it's still going on today, like illegal pet trade, and you know things are getting out. But imagine in the old days, like the Wild West of, I'm sure, exotic pet tr- pet trading, or you know, was a thing even more so back in the day. And there's no regulations going on there, you know. So you could get a whole family of something, and then bring it back, and then realize. I can't take care of this, or you don't know how to contain it, and then they're just out. They're gone. Or it rips your freaking fingers off. Or that. Just choose your face. Or just rip you your head off. You try to shoot it, gone. but your trigger finger's gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, so yes, 100% this could be explained some of the th- cases. Especially some of the really violent ones. Yeah. You know, and especially the South, you know, and why I say the South is a lot of these, like, you look at the folk monster had these weirdly long opposable toes, mm-hmm. the skunk ape, you know, and that's more of the, closer to their home terrain. Yeah. Not saying an ape's going to be happy in the Everglades, but it's a lot better than, like, Minnesota. Oh, yeah, probably. You know, it's not going to get frostbite on its feet. Right. I like the story of the gator, like, getting swung. Getting swung. That's a bonobo. <laughs> I can see a bonobo just... Ape with alligator getting swung up against a tree. Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. All right. It's not like I never heard it before. No, it's every every episode. Day. It's every day. Every day. All right. Next one. Get your big boy pants on. My Bigfoot pants? Your big boy pants. Oh, okay. And your paranormal hat. We're but, now off the beaten track of traditional living things. Okay. These are forest spirits or the fae manifesting to us. Great theory. Now, my little bullet points for this. It's disappearing into trees, protecting nature and becoming very aggressive towards what seems to be sacred nature areas and mocking us. Like a lot of this is like they're almost screwing with us on purpose Mm -hmm. and even getting to that almost shape changer nature. Yeah. By that, I mean like a lot of the skinwalkers, the jackal people, the hyena people from around the world. Mm -hmm. These like almost Loki characters or the puck wedgie characters. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Or they seem to screw with us. Maybe maliciously, maybe not, but still screwing with us. And they put on these masks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that this is where I, you know, we get to more of the glowing red eye. Bigfoot's the Bigfoot's walking off cliffs. The Bigfoot's growing. Like a lot of that people, you know, not like standing up and getting taller. Like Bigfoot's expanding like a balloon. Mm, okay. It's very weird, some of the stuff. And I think that's where we're getting into this more territory. Yeah. Not saying they're the, the, the fae, but... We're definitely getting into more different rules of engagement. Not your basic biological qualities. The last ones we talked about, besides, the, I guess, the ghost. The last ones you just talked about, you know, if you shot them, they're going to feel it. Right. You might not kill them, but if you shoot them, they're going to know you shot them. Yeah. These guys are the ones where it's getting to be like, you hear the stories of like Bigfoot getting shot point blank and they just like look at you. So what are, like you, what nothing. are, what are your thoughts on the Fae? Um, and this, as far as connected to Bigfoot? Well, I believe that the... The fae exist. I mean, I, I believe, especially like forest elementals or what and water elementals. Like people don't like, take into account how how much the effect of energy or you know water holds so much energy. And a lot of sightings and stuff, not just Bigfoot, but paranormal in general, when you're out in the wild, takes place near waterways and you know major waterways, especially where they converge together. Now, um, so if that's gonna harbor some energy that wants to manifest itself to you like uh like puck wedgies in general or other other things living out in the woods you know if they want to put on the if they have the energy like available to them to put on the face of a bigfoot like creature just to scare you keep you out of the area i cannot rule it out as a possibility do i think all bigfoot are 
fall into this? No, I don't. But some portion of them, yeah, I do. I would believe that because I just believe these things exist. I believe Fey exists. You know, force elementals do exist, in my opinion. And for them to put on the face of a Bigfoot, I is not far fetched at all to me. So I I do like this idea as far as explaining someone like the weirder ones, like you said, with the especially the red eyed ones, whether it's these elementals that maybe that's just what their byproduct of their eye. Like that's just what happens when they show themselves or, you know, it could be demonic, which, you know, in one way or another, maybe they're both using if demons are using the same thing to do this, using that same energy source. It's hard to it's hard to put your finger on, but I can save ex- the demons for later. I figured that's coming. They make an appearance on the list, but I can accept it, this one as being a possibility for some of the weird explanations when they see uh, Bigfoot. Ready for my next one? Yes. Interdimensional beings. Interdimensional. Oh yeah. Want to hear oh. a weird fact about the word interdimensional? Yeah. I've never spelled it right once. Okay. And it's always interesting to see what it suggests. It's never really suggested the oh, same gotcha. thing. Gotcha. The, the word, word document is yes. suggesting. Uh, the word I got today is indetermination. Ah, indetermination beings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just just put that out there. I thought it was funny. Because it's, it's indeterminate on what Bigfoot is. Oh, I spelled a word, a really long word right the other day, and now I can't remember what it was. Or you're like, impre- like you pushed I was, the space and waiting for that red yeah, line to pop up. Yeah, it never up. came up. I'm like... Oh, awesome. <laughs> Anyways. There, there was a spirit ghostwriting for you. No, 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 no. Twilight Zone. Yes. <laughs> Do you, would you accept a world where Justin spelled a long word right? 750 words, not one red line. <laughs> is this real or is this just an... That's how you know I'd be replaced by somebody from the government. Uh, be my first indicator, yes. All right, so interdimensional beings or indeterminate beings, indeterminated yeah. beings. So this falls under, um, to me, it almost falls under the another category, which I hope... This Let is- me finish my bullet points, Oh, sorry. Please. I thought you were asking me. No. <laughs> sorry. I just like yelling at you. <laughs> Bigfoot scene phasing in and out of reality mm-hmm. uh, within a step. Like, people see... What I mean by this is people literally see Bigfoot almost departicalizations. Right. In a step. Like in a... Like they're still walking and they're phasing out of reality. Like Star Trek, beam me up, Scotty, yes. but without the machine. It just yeah. does it. Using orbs or orbs being around them. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of that. Uh, Bigfoot being seen around portals or moving in and out of portals. And even the smell of ozone around these guys. Ooh. So, you know, Bigfoot classic stink, but sometimes people report a weird ozone smell. with, And then that's a big tie-in to the next category we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, okay. So what do you think about this? And like we talked, I think at the Cryptos and Coffee this morning about the Bigfoot coming out of Portal, you you know, yeah. being orange. Right, yep. You know, and it's still, I think it was Boron they were talking about with the flight, the Malaysian flight missing. If they're tra- orange. trying to uh, explain it in a, you know. A, what we can understand. Yes, yeah, yeah. Currently. Right, exactly. Um, But this one falls under like the alien kind of category for me as we talk Alien are not from here. Things from not this dimension. Um, so this falls under that for me. Now, what are aliens? And at that point, you dive into that, whether they're real beings from outer space or if they're created biological drone things that are created here. It's all up for interpretation. Or different dimensional beings that are coming into this reality. This That's alien, too. I mean, 
it's Bigfoot falling under that. And with some of the accounts that I just can't like prove as being, or, you know, it's just, yeah, kind of have to trust some people's accounts on their word, the content of their character, whether or not you can believe them. But some of the, a lot of accounts we've heard with enough believable, you know, there's smoke, there's fire. And I'll go back to that example that we did talk about in Crips and Coffee. The guy witnessing a Bigfoot coming out of a portal, still glowing. And that not only did he come out with the portal of the portal, but also an orb came out of the portal mm-hmm. too. Um, so like you said, these things, this is, I think, one of the examples of this. Um, but the Bigfoot was glowing orange, the same color as the orb that was came out with it. And uh, he said it continued to go orange, and then eventually that orange faded away, and it was a physical, like, actual Bigfoot creature, as you know, what we describe as Bigfoot. But that uh, that orb was st- – glowing orange orb was still floating around it, you know. Basically, they were, like, one, in tandem, one with another. But he was thinking, like, it might be the same type of energy as whatever those orbs are, is what's manifesting itself as a physical Bigfoot. Because when it came out of that portal, it was that same color as the – as the orb. So there's definitely a tie in together, but, um, yeah, I think this falls under, like, I think this is what some of these now, if they're interdimensional, do these big, do these creatures have the ability to swap back and forth into these dimensions back and forth? And this is just their version we're seeing here. Is this the face they put on? Is it an overlap of a couple of these categories? These interdimensional things could be, I've even heard it put forward that they don't necessarily want to be here. They don't have control over it. They're just kind of, they pulled. get pushed over here. That's why they're so secretive and they hide and stuff hmm. like that because they're kind of just waiting until they get they pulled go back. back. Yeah. I mean, could be. It could be. But then what's that just raises the question what's that force pushing them or pulling them back and forth between these dimensions? What is it? What's going on? Uh, it's it, actually paper clips and rubber bands. Ah, MacGyver was on to something. So, what is it? I think it is it a quark? Is the smallest fundamental thing yeah, in qu- physics right now? Like a quark, yeah. Which is the name of uh, Ray Zelensky's dog on Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. If you pull that back, it's actually all rubber bands and paper clips. Ah, what does make sense. And it gets caught in their fur and it flings them back and forth. Ah, because, oh, the elasticity of the rubber bands, mm-hmm. yes. Creates a uh, quantum entanglement. It, vi- <laughs> it vibrates at the right frequency to uh, 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 resonate with a paper clip. If it's bent in the right uh, geometric pattern. <laughs> you know, I just like... Basically touched on a lot of that weird stuff. I mean, it's <laughs> it probably it not even. It's probably not even exactly wrong. You, there's I probably know. a physicist out there that could make that make sense. His eyes just lit up like, oh my He's gosh! Writing stuff on a chalkboard right now. Yes. You're welcome. I'm. I'm pretty sure we have a lot of theoretical physicists I know we that listen to the show. What? <laughs> Particle physicists too? No, I think one's Good. an astro, one's a, a theoretical. Good. We don't want that particle. We don't live in. A I know we have two material world. I don't want to live in I that just world. The Barbie song just popped in my head. What? A material world, because I am a material girl. Oh, it's Madonna. I know, but it was in the Barbie movie. Oh, I never saw it. Anyways, not cultured. Aliens, yeah, are aliens pets? Oh, 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 oh. and I'll, we'll get into alien pet thing here. So, so aliens is the first big thing, and some of the things we have for this big for are often seen around UFOs, around UFO flaps. They are often seen right before, right after, going in and out of UFOs also. We even have the couple of small accounts of them operating UFOs. Uh, abductees have claimed to seen Bigfoot-like things mm-hmm. on ships while they're being you know, abducted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's the Chestnut Ridge incident. So right. let's, let's dive into this. So the first one, I mean, just them being aliens in general, like 
Chewbacca. It's just, it's Chewbacca. Soft disclosure. Just straight up. These are these foreign, or, you know, out, out of this world creatures that are intelligent. They're not dumb. They're big. They're tall. They pilot ships. Chewbacca. Star Wars is already telling us. They're exposing us to us. But, um, our friend of the show, he's been on the show twice. We've interviewed. Oh. Mr. Daryl Sims, the alien hunter, has, um, you know, showed us the the lineup. I'm just going to put the lineup of the different types of aliens that he's he's broken them down to. And one of them is a big, hairy-like Bigfoot creature as being one of these alien races or alien creations. Let's put it that way. And that might fall under what you said, like the alien pet kind of thing. Mm-hmm. These could just be also biological created beings that aliens, and I say aliens, I mean, you know. Not from here. Not from here. Non-human created biology, or maybe it is human created biology. Then, And these creatures that are created are the aliens because they're not meant to be here. They're creations. They're created by either another race or by man. I mean, it's hard to say one way or the other because there's a lot of uh, uh human beings that aren't that probably shouldn't be here either that are creating these things <clears throat> microsoft uh creator uh, stop won't, won't wrong names, show but yeah um uh so it is are these these could these bigfoot just be like biological drone type or so created a created lot of, beings a lot of south american ufo uh it was i want to do a whole series on South American UFO sightings because there's some of the craziest, most well documented. Okay, like the Virginia or the Virginia incident, not like Virginia. Right, the state. I can't say it right. Okay, it's almost like Virginia, the state. Okay, but it's like Virginia. I can't do it. Anyways, it's like Virginia incident with all these little creatures. But there was a, a series of them where they had Bigfoots hopping out of ships from low altitude. Uh-huh. Collecting soil and earth samples and like running back to the ship. Yeah. Until they got seen and they became incredibly violent and attacking the people. And it happened a ton of times in South America. So whether you want to believe whatever aliens are, that it seems like these these this type of Bigfoot at least is directly tied to them. Right. Well, you're talking about Daryl Sims, you know, and having tons of eyewitnesses associating them with these. Yes. There's, there's a lot of evidence to point that whatever the UFO phenomena is, the Bigfoot phenomena, at least some part of it, is essentially connected. It overlaps one way or another. And, yeah, I don't – what if – I don't know. It's just hard to say. And what if like, what if the aliens, you know, these ships that are coming down and dropping – these things are, you know, dropping out of – what if they were made by, like, Secret UF government programs. And then these are secret government program beings. Another, like another, it's so hard. Like it's quite a rabbit hole. It could. So before you move on up. to that. Yeah. Because that's the next one. Oh, okay. Well, it's a good segue. Yes. But what's, is it, what's your final thoughts on the aliens? Oh, I, th- I just think there's a there's enough accounts that this is part of the phenomena. I think, honestly, everything so far in the list kind of touches. It has to be. On, like, yeah. yeah. On a, the Bigfoot phenomena, which is why the Bigfoot phenomena in itself is so confusing. Because we haven't found a Bigfoot, is because you can't like some of them. I think you could put a net over, yeah, and, and then others will just like morph into a giant praying mantis and then eat you, right? 
And unless you're someone that's like fully, you know, into this stuff and is interested by this stuff, which is why you're listening to our show and why you're here with us, for the average everyday person that this isn't even a thought in their mind, it's hard for them to wrap all of this stuff into like the thought of just Bigfoot other than just being a big thing that ape that's living out in the woods. So weird thing is, you know, we we talk, we use the word interdimensional creatures all the time and it's like, you know, it's so sci-fi, right? Right. I just have seen a paper that we'll probably do an episode on in the next couple months, just released like... I think in August. Okay. Talking about a researcher that was working with uh, with physics and may have found signs of life living on a dimensional spectrum. Oh, okay. So not inter- like not living in another dimension. No, just living like, in between. Yeah. That there's like basically kind of like bacteria in between a wound. Okay. That it's it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. To points that there's some types of life out there that may be on a whole different spectrum. Life finds a way. Yeah, and that's not a joke. It's not at life all. Life will force its way into, into, into every spot. vacuum, yeah. every spot, every nook, every cranny. You'll flip over. To, you may flip over the rock and think there's nothing there until you realize the rock was alive. Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> all right. So is that it for your aliens? I think so. Government. Now, let's just say... Some of these are really around government bases. They seem yeah. to be very protective of these government areas. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa, the government has like big signs and stuff like that. The Hocking Hills one is pretty famous for this one ridge that's blocked off from the U.S. Forest Service. Yeah. And that people are say constantly Bigfoot are using. Now, is it which way is it chicken or egg kind of do? You what, know? Keeping the creature in or keeping us uh, out? Yeah. Or is it, yeah, is it keeping us away from the creatures or are they using the creatures to keep us away? Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, I... I personally think uh, if it's government related, I think we've done. Uh, it's not even think. I know we've done. It's, it's documented. Human beings have done alien or alien shoot animal human hybrid oh, yeah. experiments, and it's it's still going on. It's not. I don't think anything positive can benefit from this at all. This the movie we talked about off air. That movie Splice, uh, you know, as far as being some sort of soft disclosure of human hybrids with genetic experiments basically just genetic experiments in general i don't think should be happening should not be done but they are being done and they're doing them with human beings um didn't they do one with like a sheep or something like they mixed human dna with a sheep like some sort of i don't know oh japan has yes japan is working on that right now and that's documented like that's you can find that it's public information it's happening so if if we've been doing that for a while i'm sure we've mastered or it develops something at some point where we're creating these beasts and these beasts may be able to be programmed to perform a task, whether it's perfect, you know, protect an area and what better shape or form would it be to have some sort of human like shaped beast that can, that's intelligent, that could be programmed and navigate a whole area and be scary and powerful and strong to protect whatever it is you want. It's the perfect creature. And our, our governments are just so nefarious. Yeah, I'll just say that. It's I wouldn't put Never it past them. put it past the government. If you have to say the government wouldn't do that, you're wrong. Exactly. Because they, they will. Tested, they literally look up the Tuskegee experiments, look up, like, you want to know how bad the government is. Just just do a cursory search for the, like, I know the Tuskegee experiments, and they're still, there's still, like, people dying 60 years later from those experiments that the government won't help with. But, like, oh, what was the one... What an Oak Ridge. I, I can't remember the one where they had the mental asylum for the mentally handicapped, and they were basically experimenting or torturing on them and telling their families they weren't. 
Um, that was in the nineties. That was in the nineties. Yeah, recent is that the one we? Um, the only reason they got caught is because the rich family's little girl was there, and they had enough money to expose it. Okay, that was the only because most of the people that ended up there were in very bad situations financially. You know, the families were right. Yeah. All um, right, uh, if, we're getting on a whole different thing. Well, if you wanted, if you wanted to ex- just see that, um, we maybe I recommend an episode of ours. Uh, under our Cryptos and Core umbrella by our two friends that do the DW Conspiracy Shack show. Um, just a little plug for that. You can find it in the show notes below. They did an episode called The Government Wouldn't Do That, Would They? Um, from April 6th. But uh, just remember, that's not a family-friendly show. It's not a family-friendly show. Especially that episode. But if you're interested in you know things that the government, you, we, we wouldn't push past the government doing. These are documented things that they covered on that show, so... That the government point, admitted to. Yes, that's this is what they have admitted to. So we'll just point in that direction. All right. Second to last one. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Demons. Demons. Okay. So I'm going to go through my bullet points. Yes. Long red eyes. Bad smell of rotting eggs or sulfur. Mm-hmm. Extremely aggressive and extremely scary behaviors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and why we connected this with a lot of European demons. Like It's weird. A lot of this overlaps with a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? Demons. So I think it it, it uh, overlaps, like you said, with paranormal demon encounters, like ghostly demon encounters. Glowing red eyes. We've seen it. We've heard about it in ghosts, like demon, like entities. Oh, yeah. Black. Oh, yeah. No, we've had shadow people with on a, the show. People yes. talking about the shadow people with it, you know. Um, the stinky smell, the sulfur is always a ghost. Same thing. Um, and then just to uh, put out fear, to exhibit fear. And do de- we think demons, you know, we don't, or I think demons, I don't want to put words in your mouth. They feed off your fear. Oh, I agree. Okay. Uh, and uh, they feed off that energy. Kind of like the best way to personify or to put it is, uh, you know, like Monsters Incorporated, where those monsters will scare the little kids and they collect their screams and fears, you know, and that could be taken in a few different ways that I don't want to touch on this show, but... Just fear in general and living in that state of mind produces a certain energy that we think fe- demons feed off of, and it keeps them around. It keeps them alive. So as long as they can able to feed, they're going to continue to exhibit that behavior to get that rise out of you so they can continue to exist and be here. And uh, so demons being out and, you know, and uh, protected, I don't know, just forested areas. It kind of falls in the ghost thing with me or the, even the fae kind of thing. If they're there doing this, they'll put on this scary face and they will strike fear in you. You know, they might not physically be attacking you, but just enough to physically impose themselves on you to rise that fear out of you. Maybe, you know, so their energy is feeding off that and they're living that way. Um, You never rule out the power of, demons but the thing is you give demons the power you do um so there's always good always outweighs evil light always makes darkness recede no matter what even in the darkest room the smallest candle will make the the darkness recede away from the light so remember that there's this don't let fear overcome you that's all i get off my little rant. Ditto. Ditto. no it's just it, it's just <laughs> some of these bigfoot encounters are just truly demonic almost in nature you know yeah. just, scary yeah but it's scary on purpose exactly you know it's not scary like running into 
like you shouldn't have been near a bull moose or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, that, that's scary in its own right, but it's just an animal being an animal. Mm-hmm. Some of these encounters are really just scary, scary on purpose. Right. My last one. And I'm not I'm not taking any questions. Is this here from the top of the show? Bigfoot's a manatee. Oh boy. A manatee. A sea a sea ape. No. No, not even a sea ape. Just a manatee. Okay, so I'm sure all of you at home are wondering, all right. what in the heck are you talking about? So this is just something fun I started saying a couple months back. Uh, to pro- to kind of get the point across that Bigfoot has a lot of traits that do make biological sense that are really weird for an ape. And I think that's where we're getting the disconnect. I don't think Bigfoot, now at the flesh and blood version of Bigfoot, mm-hmm. I don't think is an ape anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think it is an ape. I think it's covert evolution. It looks like an ape, but it's not. So lucid percolum in the eyes, the eye shine, not the eye glow, the eye shine. Even the eye glow we've talked about on the show can be biologically explained. Right. Like stuff like deep sea hatchet fish have the red eye, you know, the bioluminescent organs, to, like it's headlights because uh, they can see infrared, so they use red light mm-hmm. so it doesn't freak out their food. Makes sense. So there's all these traits that push Bigfoot back as a much older species. Uh, if we look at apes, for example, or primates, I'm sorry, we'll look at primates. The only ones that still have eye shine are the stuff like lemurs, these ancient primates, you know, old school. You know, lemurs were around with the dinosaurs. So you got to go way back. Old, old, you know. old, So old. <laughs> manatees, uh, let's talk about I first heard it on Tony's show, and then immediately after I heard a different story from a different group in person. And not not talking to the eyewitness, but talking to the group that was researching the story. Right. Uh, of two different dead Bigfoots that, you know, these, these one was a group of people and one was a pair of people that had, you know, acquired a dead Bigfoot. I think both stories, they both killed them. Uh, so the one is the famous one from Michigan. There it was literally running away, stealing a kid. And they shot it dead. Mm-hmm. And it was the younger, you know, it was like a six-foot Bigfoot. And the mom was trying to go back and get it, but there's so many people that just, you know, left. Left it, yeah. So they're playing with this body, and they started cutting it up and, like, looking at it. And it had, they said it had four lungs or extended lungs. They weren't sure. I think it's most likely extended lungs, uh, which is weird. You know, that's a weird trait. But wait. Oh, oh, never mind. I already know what you're about to say next. Huh. Something Else in the animal kingdom? Also oh, has- lots of animals. I mean, there's oh, okay. tons of extended lungs. Everything from oh. snakes to marine mammals. Okay. Uh, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't Mar- matter. Marine mammals, huh? Yeah, yeah, weird. Marine mammals. Yeah. But the weirdest thing to me when I heard the first story on Tony's show was that he talked about these teeth. The back molars would slide around like they were on a track in the jaw and then pop into place like they were in a socket. And he said that he, that's why he, the guy telling the story originally believes that they were man-made or man-constructed animals mm-hmm. that they seem to have that stuff and i'm thinking there the uh, first time i hear that i'm like no 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 i've i've heard that before but a different an animal has that and i'm th- they're thinking thinking i'm like no i know something has that what what has that finally i remember the only animal dugons don't even have this but manatees have it mm. but manatees are a split off this ancient manatee ancestors a split off of tons of animals mm. I mean, it, uh, it's called uh, species radiation. To where one species becomes tons of species yeah. in a very short time. So when I say Bigfoot's manatee, I mean Bigfoot has ancient traits that date back to stuff like manatees. So it could have branched off from the ancient early, and I mean early. Yeah. I'm not saying Bigfoot's directly, you know, a, a Cyrenian. Yeah. But <laughs> it's probably just I use that to show that what I think the biological Bigfoots are no longer. I don't think they're apes. 
I think there's something so much more ancient that just happens to be smart and looks kind of like us. Right, yeah. Takes now, that form. We talk about evolution. Their, yeah, we talk about their feet and stuff like that. They kind of look like people until you really look at them. These metatarsal breaks, these big spongy pads, no humans ever had that. Right. Of all the ancient human species that we've ever found, none of them have had that. None of the ancient primate human-like things have had that. So I think it's from way, way, way back. Hmm. And when we start talking about these ancient species like hyenas, for example— Hyenas kind of look like cats and kind of look like dogs. Right, but they're, they're more they're like not raccoons or anything. They're they're actually, you know, more closer to like the weasels. Oh, weasels. And they either. don't look like a weasel. No, you know? not at all. Scary. Well, weasels are scary, but, but they scary. don't look like a weasel. No. They look like a dog or a cat. Yeah. So I think that's what's happening here is that Bigfoot's a manatee or Bigfoot's an ancient species or a relic species that happens to look enough like us to make us think they're one of us. Mm. Thoughts? I mean, there could be something to it. There definitely could be. And w- what if, uh, even branching off that idea, if uh, if Bigfoot is a genetic experiment, and they're pulling parts from man, you know, DNA, man, D- DNA, you know, big, yes, because DNA. I was gonna say that's the first thing you're pulling if you're doing genetic research. Well, maybe, maybe there's some sort of quality that they go required. out to the swamp. And get me a sample of manatee DNA. Well, listen. Let's say, like, if Bigfoot is some sort of evil experiment that they're and they they perpetuated on the world, and they're doing those sandfly beagles, like they're killing beagles with flies that to eat off. You know what I mean? Like torturous experiments. But what if they're finding out like all this stuff plays part into something? I don't know. And then there's something in manatee DNA with their their tracked teeth. You talked about. But maybe there's something else, but that's just the part they kind of wanted to use for. And they're just splicing stuff together to see what works, and that's just part of the design that works the best. I don't know. I don't know. So let's talk about this as a whole. And you kind of say at the top of the show, we both at this point believe Bigfoot is not one thing. Right, yeah. Bigfoot, the thing, the, the phenomena we're calling the Bigfoot phenomena in the world mm-hmm. is actually most likely a hodgepodge of different things and entities that kind of resemble each other, but kind of don't. Mm-hmm. And that they're all getting lumped into the same phenomena. That's why I believe personally, it's been so hard to research why people have dedicated their lives to not come up with the answers because they're trying to tackle the whole phenomena as one thing. And it's impossible because right. it's not, and it's like throwing four or five jigsaw puzzles together and trying to put it as one. And I just thought of something too. We talked about it on our, Oh, the one we did with the vampires. Last uh, week's Monday episode. Last, okay, two, so last, two Mondays ago. Yeah, so with that one, you talked about the uh, the beings that kind of evolve right alongside with, uh, you know, we talk mm-hmm. about human beings like the predators. What if that's what this was at first? This is that creature that evolved right alongside with us, but then over time, maybe oh. we made friends with it. You know, like the, made, not made friends, but at t- certain points we did... Like Native Americans have talked about, you know, having like wrestling matches with these things. Mm-hmm. Like they gather and they kind of work together maybe sometimes. I mean, obviously there's still parts where they're major predators and major foes. They're both at the top of the food chain at that point with intelligence and knowing how to hunt and kill. But mostly the intelligence thing is what made them apex. So that maybe they were natural enemies. But what if some of them did cross lines? It's like, you know what? They came to an age of reason where it's like, we can work better together and we're kind of friends. What if it's just like that evolution of something evolving right alongside with us and now we're to the point where we've taken over and they've receded into the 
you know, into the woods of darkness, which probably isn't good. means that we're going to fight again at some point, but... I don't think they'd stand much of a chance anymore. Not anymore. Unless, like, we don't I mean, have, we have any rocket more. launchers and If that stuff EMPs fails. And yeah, if that stuff fails... Still a rifle. Yeah, but they could use mind control to tell us don't shoot. Or they could make us miss, like, have an you, Ernest goes to camp. Have you been to Texas? They yeah. can't do that when there's a thousand bullets coming at them. They could be like the Matrix and just stop them all with their mind at once, like Neo, the so one. So say your Ernest thing. Yeah. Oh, so like, you know, we're at the big rifle and we got the Bigfoot right in our scopes, which has, we have accounts of this. And the Native American lady taught Ernest, you know, if you are brave and you don't show the fear, the bullet cannot strike you. And the guy aims right at Ernest. Ernest shows no fear. Fires a shot. Didn't touch him. And he gets closer. Fires another shot. Didn't touch him. He's using his mind to overcome the effects of physical weapons. Bigfoot may have mastered it. And Ernest we also have stories Bigfoot. that Bigfoot got shot right in the face and dropped. Well, there's those ones too. Those ones were in, in, in tune. No, so <laughs> I think, Mike, if I had to pick my group, what I think is actually the phenomena, mm-hmm. is at least the most part, I think you have the ancient biological thing, mm-hmm. not a primate. I don't think Bigfoot's a primate in any way, shape, or form anymore, whether it's human or not. Because another thing, too, that we've talked about, some accounts said, like, their rib bones and stuff. Like, they're they're built differently. It's the, like yeah, they're armored almost. It's almost like turtles. Literally, yeah. their, their ribs, the people that have actually got to hold, or at least you think got to hold these Bigfoot skeletons have talked that they have fused ribs and all this like stuff. Like, big plates, yeah. yeah. Like, big, almost like thick, turtles. bony, yeah. Uh, so, I think they're the ancient animals. Mm-hmm. I think they're interdimensional. Yep. And I think they're the fae. I think those are my three groups. What about does and is there a sliver for the government? Personally, creations? I don't think so. I think okay. there are other things that maybe fall into that. Yeah, I just think Bigfoot's been that Bigfoot like the Bigfoot thing has been around for so long. Not yes, saying they couldn't sure. have built something that looks kind of like. I just don't personally think so. My opinion, just yeah. an opinion. But I think those are my my three. If I had to go in, so and because I think a lot of the UFO actually overlaps overlaps with the interdimensional and the fae. Oh, 100%. You know, I mean you kind of agree that yeah. probably I d- I do think there may be aliens out there they're just not visiting here. There has to be one common thread that ties that all together. I mean cuz it does all tie together, but so there's one common thread amongst all of them that is explaining that could explain away all that phenomena. So there's a if any of you are my Facebook friend, you see my story today is an alien coming down and he's like Hello, child. We're here from the stars. And this guy holding a Bible saying, I know what you are. Mm-hmm. That's it? Mm-hmm. Uh, demons. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's my group. What's your group, if you had to make your little group? Um, interdimensional definitely is up there top. Um, I do think there's a physical creature phenomenon, whether that be misplaced, like we talked about, misplaced apes, or... A big or a oh, hairy man. I, I would type throw that creature. in there too. What's that? The misplaced apes ones for me. Well, I, I think it's very few and far between. Yeah, stuff like the skunk ape and the, the Pennsylvania one. I guess let me rephrase. I think there's been biological Bigfoot encounters of just a straight up biological creature. Now, and then to explain that could be a misplaced ape or it could be an actual creature that's just it's what Bigfoot is. Um, and that but that could also be like an ancient human, you know. Step off. Either way, it's biological. I think that place, that some of it, I think a lot of it's interdimensional, like different creature from a, just a different, uh, I don't even know, like, almost a different world. Like it just doesn't physically belong here like we do. It's not part of us. And then 
And then part of it, I think, is just the earth, like an elemental type energy being that can physically manifest or move itself, maybe between our physical realm and then the spiritual realm, I think, because I think they both exist. And this is just able to navigate the waters in between. It's kind of where I fall on it. No, I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm with you for the most part. Mm-hmm. I think, and that's definitely not where I was sitting a year ago. Shoot. And that's definitely not where I was sitting two years ago. And because like we're coming up on our five this years. month's our anniversary, right? Even five years ago, when I believe in Bigfoot, it's just yeah, my thoughts haven't grown so much since then. It's crazy because that's I, why I wanted to do this episode. Is see how much we've changed over. It'll be two years this month. No, wow, that's right. Wow. Uh, yeah, and thank you guys for listening. Because so when we've grown from three listeners to, to tens of thousands, which is nuts, all that, that's a that's a stupid number. It is yeah. to say. Why do you guys like listening to us? That's what I think sometimes. Uh, but the way we've evolved, because I've listened back to some of our old thoughts and stuff, and they're not wrong thoughts. Are just we've they're, they're we've wrong. gained a lot they're more wrong. data. Yes. And talk we're, to so many more people. We're evolving. We're growing, as we all should in life. <laughs> By quail. By quail. No, so trust dogs. Tr- always trust dogs. Uh, I think, I think, Bigfoot's real. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I lost my train of thought halfway through. Oh. No, I, I think we're pretty much done. I mean, you got anything else? To no, add? I think we covered this pretty thoroughly and. And there's tons we left out, like because oh, I think sure. a lot of these little categories can kind of be lumped up into some of these bigger ones. There's as okay, let's we can wrap no, it up by saying this. Don't what? Don't say anything bad. No, I was just gonna say Bigfoot is a layered uh, topic with lots of onions to be peeled, layers okay. to be peeled back, and to cover it all in one quick swoop, I think this is a is almost not gonna happen. It's it's not gonna get you it can't within do an hour. It. Oh, yeah. So I think we covered a good swath of it. There's a lot more uh, rabbit holes and areas you can dive into in all these categories. And a lot we didn't even touch on. Bigfoot's uh, quite the phenomena. I've been the great and powerful mystery. I've been J-Clone 4, I think I said. And we'll catch you next week with more fun, awesome topics. All right, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Crips of the Corn podcast. Please share with a friend you think would like us. It's the best way to help our show grow. Leave a comment, rate us, a five-star review. And remember, there is always extra content on Patreon slash CripsOfTheCorn.com. And don't forget, stay magical. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.